Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great show. You know what this is. It is time for my special, My Brothers. It's a podcast show talking to different black men from around the world. And we're just conversation one-on-one, a free open conversation. And the whole idea is to get to know them. Don't judge a book by its cover. So I want you to get to know them. The insides, the outsides, little stories, two guys just having fun. Get to know them because they're great guys. Please welcome to the show. Uh, I was actually uh, the pleasure to be on his podcast. And I'm going to actually put the link in the description so you can listen to us having our other conversation. Please welcome to the show, Jordan. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Charles? How you doing, man? Appreciate you. Thank you, for, thank you so much for having me today. Nah, man, this, this was good. I, I really enjoyed our conversation from your podcast. And I'm like, look, if you don't come on my cat podcast, then something's wrong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely had a good time as well. Yeah. So listen, um, the whole show is about me and you just talking. So let's just talk. Let's just let's deal with it. Um, since we talked about the podcast, let's start off with that. Tell everybody about your podcast so they can go search for it and listen to it. Sure, sure thing. The The podcast is called Offstage with Jordan Baylor, and I have deep, uh, intrinsic conversations with people who do not live a conventional life. And I want to show people that there's so much more to life than like your job. And that there's, there's so much stuff that you can tap into and to go and reach for what you really want. Because I know that a lot of people, uh, they're either surrounded by people who, you know, tell them they can't do something or they're not good enough, whether it be internally or externally, like somebody in your household telling you that. And I'd like to be that voice that tells you that you can go for it. You can reach your goal. And I just want to be like that little, that little, the little, the little wind beneath your wings, if you will. <laughs> I want to be the wind beneath your wings uh, and to help you, you know, take that leap of faith and, and jump and, and bet on yourself. Because at the end of the day, you only have one life. So why not go live it to the max and not give it to some job? Give it to yourself. You know? Yeah, I love that. I love how you, the one life and, you know, don't give this to somebody else is the key thing. I like that part. But here in a nutshell, I was, you know, I always give out a bio about what's going on. You're 30 years old. Yes, sir. Okay. And before we went live, you know, I was running around with my, with, with my family because of COVID. And I asked you, do you have kids? Uh, you know what I nah. mean? Like, you know, the future is bright. What do you see yourself doing, my friend? Uh, I see myself writing television, writing, creating um, film and television series. Uh, children. I mean, I want children for sure. 100%. But like, I want to be financially stable before I have kids because I want my kids to go to private school and stuff. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, or if school is too crazy, I want to have that option to be like, you know what? We'll homeschool because uh, I know a lot of parents that are, they have to send their kids to school right now due to COVID because they have to go to their job. And mm-hmm. I just think that's just such a sad situation. Like you have to literally risk your life, your kid's life because you don't make enough money. 
Okay. And for me to get financially stable to me, that that's more important than having children right now. Okay. Okay. I, I, I feel you on this one. I know what you're going with. I feel you on this one because at the, at the end of the day, what's it truly all about? Exactly. What is it truly all about? It's about, you know, having the next legacy, have, you know, living a, a great, better life than me. And it would be irresponsible. This is just my personal opinions. It would be irresponsible to not to bring a child into this world and he not have, or she not have, um, some some foundation you know period you know let me figure that out before i bring a child into this world and, and i've always had like family members pressure me when you're gonna have kids when you're gonna have kids are you gonna help me pay for private school are you gonna help me buy diapers and formula bro i don't even you don't even call me you're not gonna check on that child bro like you don't even call me but he's so, but they're pressuring you yeah. to have to they well, pressure me they put all the external pressure on you to live life well we had kids when we was 18 because it was the, the kid is an accident that child is an accident you don't want to tell him i don't want to tell him but we all know everyone in the room knows he's an accident you weren't plans bro they didn't know what they were going to do. There was a conversation. They thought about aborting you. I'm just going to be real with you. It's a real conversation. So what they didn't I... do it. We're glad you're here. But so not. What, what do you think? Do you think that the because uh, now you're 30. So you're at yeah. the midpoint where you yeah. left, you <laughs> left... <laughs> midpoint. I'm about to die at 60. <laughs> 60 is going to clock me out. I'm just I'm out. Yeah, All right, y'all here. turn 60. Time to die. Listen, we, we understand the young people, right? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I uh-huh. noticed when I talk to people in their twenties and they go, Oh, like when they think 30, it's it, it's downhill. Yeah, thirty years. It's time to hang it up. And hang it up. Just because, yeah. I mean, that I I do I do notice that. But then I also see like a lot of people I went to high school with or like that I knew from like childhood. And by thirty, life has wore that ass out. Like <laughs> life has been rough to some people, and it's because of habits. You know what I mean? Like either it's drugs or alcohol or not. You know, taking care of your responsibilities. It just by but I, I I like to say like thirty, your habits have compounded. So then you really start feeling the effects of it. So that's why a lot of people say like at 30, it's just time to hang it up. It's because at the end of the day, they've done such terrible habits and haven't taken care of the important things such as uh, health, eating wise, uh, not drinking till I black out, you know, things like that. Like, you know, they, they, they do it consistently and then it becomes habitual and then the habits compound and then you feel it at 30 when you wake up and your joints hurt and you're like, God damn, you know, like <laughs> things like that. So, all right. So here it is. Usually I ask this question at the end, near the end, but I'm going to, uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put it in right now. Mm-hmm. I usually say like to the older people I talk to, if they can go back to the younger person, right? But you're at the 30 mark, okay? Okay. So if you could go back to your 19-year-old self. Yeah. Right? What would you tell yourself now? Because, you know. Uh, What would I tell myself? Yeah. I would probably tell myself, start a podcast. (laughs) 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 start a podcast invest in spotify invest in facebook invest in google (laughs) amazon's gonna be the new next thing invest yeah yeah i'd give myself a bunch of stock market tips uh yeah i'd do a bunch of stuff like that i i'd give i give myself like i i would give myself a cheat code to life 
Because it, would you be worried though? Because I at nineteen, I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. I was worried. Coming out about of, life, yeah, man. I'm coming out of high school, going into college, university. Got this one mm-hmm. job. All my friends are going separate ways. You know, you're doing different things. You're like, wait a minute. This is where they say life goes fast. When the elder people says, "Enjoy your life," life goes fast. Mm-hmm. Did you see your life well, go fast? No, I, all right. I'm gonna be like this. Like when I was 19, I didn't really. All right, when I was in high school. Let's go back before that. I graduated high school at like 17. And in high school, I always knew what I wanted to do, which was filmmaking. I always was like, I'm going to make films. I'm going to make films. Like when I was 19, I had it all figured out. So I wasn't really worried about life. You know, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to make movies and then I'm going to go to the Oscars and then I'm going to, you know, do this movie and then I'm going to produce this guy. And you're like, I, I, I was thinking like that. And then life hit, hit me in the mouth. It hit me in the mouth a couple times. I'm not going <laughs> right. to lie. It hit me in the mouth. Right. It's everybody. But it's just kind of like that reality of like, wow, this is a lot harder than I thought. Mm-hmm. So, And it was more so, um, I thought it was a lot harder because of the people that I used to work with. Like, they all started getting knocked off by life. Like, my older brother, who I used to, like, write and make projects with, he was like, I'm joining the Navy. And then he went off and he joined the Navy. And then I didn't talk to him for, like, you know, I talked to him like once every six months because that's when he could get a call. Right. You know, right. Or that's right. When he right. Could call out stuff like that. So that was a huge blow. Cause like, that was my rock or, and then my best friend, he moved to Austin. I lived in Houston at the time, mm-hmm. you know, so it was just things like that. It wasn't really anything like internally to where I was like really scared about life. It was all about like the chess pieces that I relied on were being moved away from me. And then I kind of had to like learn to lean in and rely on myself more. And I guess my biggest solace in life has been um, books, to be honest with you, like just reading the books of of great men and great women and just seeing how they handled like problems, honestly, like seriously, that's that's really all I did was like read autobiographies of people I really admired. And yeah, that's 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 pretty much how I've gotten here is like I've just duplicated like, oh, they do that. Okay, let me do that. Let me try that. Okay, so hold on. You, You talked about your brother. All right. Yeah, my older brother. Your older brother being the rock and being the person. So who do you turn to growing up? Like when okay, so he's gone now. Who yeah. who's any mentors? Give me give me three of your mentors. Three of my mentors. Um, I don't have any mentors like that I talk to. I only have mentors that I can either like, you know, watch a video about, but a people that I really admire is somebody like Donald Glover. Or um, I, I, I've started listening to a guy named Sam Ovens. I really, really enjoy his uh, courses and mindset stuff. Um, who's somebody with a mentor? Uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Uh, oh, okay. He's okay. probably like my favorite creator maybe ever. Him and Robert Townsend are like the two of my favorite creators. Um, is it is just, it because where they started from or and, and you follow their their passion? Just their whole just, career, everything they stand for, like okay. everything they've created. Like they're just men of just means, you know, they're men that stand and have integrity in their art, you know. Like you might think scary movie is a dumb movie, but like <laughs> me, it's to me, or you might think white chicks is a dumb movie, but people really like you ask a lot of people, people will tell you White Chicks is like their favorite film. And I thought that was so weird. I was like, it's just a dumb movie. But then I really thought about it. I was like, it can it brings people consistent joy. Yes. Like those same, you know what I mean? And then I was like, well, what what do they mean to the culture? And then I really started like dissecting like Keenan Ivory Wayans and his career. And then I read a book about him. And then I started studying what he did with, 
within Living Color and all the people he helped with that. Like he helped like Jennifer Lopez, like countless creatives, like Jennifer Lopez, Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx, yes, it's, uh, David it's- Allen Greer, like so many creatives he helped give them that first step up. And he knew, he knew once this show hits, I'm not going to be able to control it forever. They're going to come, the suits are going to come downstairs and take the show out of my hands. Mm. He's like, I knew it. So like, get hot as fast as possible and then go do your own thing. He's like, don't rely on In Living Color to last forever because it's not. I already know. They're not going to let us have this forever. <laughs> you know. And to have that mindset and then to share it with your friends and then to be like, hey, bro, this is a trampoline. Just use this to jump off and get on. I mean, come on, man. Who even thinks like that? Right. A lot of people do not think like that. And at the end of the day, you have to see that. Where do we come from? Why is white chicks something? Because I think, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just a, a you know, it's a funky movie. But then, yeah, when it's you, a weird film. It's yeah, but really when you watch film. it, you're like, there's a little bit of yeah, we we think that way, or yeah, we yeah. say that way. Like when we see them dancing, going into the club, and doing all this stuff, and you know, all the little things that they added in the movie. Mm-hmm. relates to us and i think that's why we gravitate to those things because there's little messages in there for us that we understand growing up exactly exactly so, and it's like it is just finding like the the balance between uh being black in america or i don't know just being black period and being the trials and tribulations that white women have yeah and you don't think you're like oh this is a white woman yeah i'm pretty sure her life is like <laughs> lily and roses and she's like nah man like people treat me like shit or like they expect me to be like 90 pounds and i have to like throw up to like meet their expectations yep. or they look at me like i'm disgusting or mm-hmm. uh i get pressure from my father i get pressure from this person or <laughs> excuse me yep or like my boyfriend beats on me or whatever it is and you're just like wow I guess they do have a lot of problems. Exactly. But here, there's there's one part I want to segue into because you said, you know, black in America. Mm -hmm. Okay. We talked about it a little bit off air before we came on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's voting time. Yes. Okay. Like it's it's time to get out there and vote. Yes, sir. You're a black man. Mm -hmm. 30 in America. Yeah. You got the power. (laughs) <laughs> or that's funny listen i that's yeah. all that's what all the commercials tell us yeah we see, we yeah, see all true. the commercials saying vote you got the power bet runs every commercial you can think of all the rappers and basketball players that well vote you have the power do mm-hmm. you feel like you have the power that's a good question do i personally feel like i have the power i don't feel i, I don't okay i'm putting it to you like this i feel like i have the power over my life and i feel like i have the power to turn and, and evolve my life the way I want it to be. But I don't feel like I have power to shift over someone else's life. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have the power to like, oh, yeah, I'll eat this vegetable. I'll do lift this weight. I'll get in shape. But I don't feel like I have the power to shift someone else's life and change whether their mother or father can stay in this country. Like, I don't I don't have that power. I don't have that power. And and um the people you vote for, I mean, right or left, left or right, like those people honestly do not care about you. I'm just being real. Like mm-hmm. they don't like they've shown you time and time again. Like if the, you know, the Republicans is just the new, it's just, what it's evolving into is it turning into like the new 
I don't know. I would say like the Klan party, the party of hate. Right. And the Democrats are like the new, I don't know, man, like they're just weak. So <laughs> I don't want to really associate myself with either party, to be honest with you. Like I would, I mean, if once I vote, I'll vote for Joe Biden. I'm going on the record. I'll vote for Joe Biden. Like that's not even a question, mm-hmm. but Joe Biden has done a lot of, a lot of sus stuff, a lot that mm-hmm. goes against my morals. A lot. He said a lot of sus stuff that goes against my personal morals. So it's either so, it's either you vote or you don't vote. Yeah, and, and then you can't. You the thing is, is you, I'm gonna use a double negative here. You can't not vote in this in, in this election. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's just not an it's just not an option. You know, because you know it it's, it's just it's just not an option. Because right. like, do you see the stuff that's happening? Hmm. I mean, this is Trump's America. Like, whether you love it or hate it, or you like the chaos, or you like that it's like a you know, I mean. I realized that we were in a I realized that this was a reality show. The it wasn't the you know all the lies, all the it wasn't all that. It was one moment when Trump revealed the uh Supreme Court nominees mm. and he had three lights <laughs> on the White House and he's like, We're gonna this one represents this guy, this one represents this guy, and the third one represents this other guy. And we're we're gonna put out one light at a time and we're gonna find out together who is the Supreme Court nominee. And I was like, this is like some shit out of goddamn this is like the series for season finale of the the apprentice. Like what are we doing here? We're pulling names out of hats for like one of the most important jobs in the history history of the country yeah, and we're his. just like we're doing dramatic <laughs> reveals what is this an episode of the mass singer like what are we doing you got, you've just made this a mockery a joke yeah i get and, I, yeah like you, you saw the show production come out right yeah exactly and, you, you and know, then i realized it, i was like people like this yes. people want to be entertained by politics yeah people are like so where's the show yeah and that's what you get with that's what you get with trump you get funny sound bites you get uh you know the media gets uh, talking points mm-hmm. like everything he whether you like him or hate him, he knows how to play the medium media and they have not learned his game. I'm like, this man was doing the same stuff when he was when everybody was laughing at that man and was saying he didn't have a chance in hell. He, I remember it was like four percent. I was sitting in a Burger King eating breakfast, writing notes, and the whole panel was laughing, talking about how this guy is going to flame out. But they talked about that man for 55 minutes. And they didn't talk about any of the other candidates. And I said, dude, this is troubling. They're not, they're talking about why this guy is going to fail, not who, who should, should win. win. Yeah. Who should win? I get you. I yeah. get you. So let's, 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 let's dive into that then. Mm-hmm. You have a company. Yes. Right. Let's talk about your company. Okay. I have uh, a sock company, socksseason.com. Yep. yep. It's on, on e-commerce. You can, it's for, for, you get socks and, and tell us more about that company. Okay. All right. So I used to have a clothing company called, um, this was a real name, brokebitch.com. That was okay. the real name. So we were like, that was, we, we, we wanted to sell clothes to where uh, people just, that's how I was at the time. Like I used to like buy clothes and I didn't care how much it cost. Right. Like, I was young and yeah. fiscally irresponsible yep. and I would go broke. And mm-hmm. then I met my girlfriend at the time. She's now my wife, Annie. And same thing. She she understood my mindset. She was like, I'm about that shopping life. Yeah. So like that was like one of the things that we connected on. And then I was like, instead of being broke, why don't we sell clothes to other people with the same mindset? And then mm-hmm. she was like, I'm with it. And then I quit my job and we launched the business together. And then 
after that, we started doing, we opened up brands and we, we opened up wholesale account with different brands right. and we would do pop-up shows. Okay. And we started doing pop-up shows at different bars and clubs and people would be like really, really drunk. Mm. And they would come over and look at our clothes and they would go, oh, there's too expensive or, you know, trying to try on pants in the middle of a nightclub. It's just not going to work. Right. So we were like, we got to have some accessories. So we had socks. We had mm. socks on the table and people were like buying them like people you get drunk people coming over buy 10 15 socks and i'm gonna swipe your card if you're drunk regardless i don't care i don't care if i'm taking advantage because you're drunk i do not care i will swipe baby swipe so i was charging up a bunch of people socks and they were buying 10 15 pairs at a time and i was like you know what i was like watching law and order svu one day i was like Yo, this is a spinoff show mm-hmm. we should do a spinoff shop like just socks yes and so that's how it started. We we uh, did a spinoff shop, SocksSeason.com. Um, we've been growing it, and we now focus on our target market, which is women. And we create, like, feminine but sexy socks that women can wear into the workplace. They have uh, – we have – uh, dress socks as well as like re- regular average athletic socks or home lounge socks. If you just want to sit around the house and watch Netflix, it doesn't really matter. We have a sock to fit every, every everybody's every everybody's thing. Okay. Everybody's taste. So now you're an entrepreneur. Yes, sir. Right. Talk to, if you're not talking to me and you mm-hmm. see another uh, young black man and black woman and they're in their 21 21, mm-hmm. 20. Yeah. How do you explain to them the feeling about being an entrepreneur? About being your own boss, about, you know, controlling your destiny, about, you know, doing your thing. Because remember, the thing about you and me is we know we weren't taught this in school. No, we were taught. No, it really wasn't. Get I was education, get education, go to education, go get a job, get education, yeah. go, go find yeah. a job, go work for somebody, you know, put, put your 40 years underneath somebody else while they make rich money and you make standard money. Facts. Okay. Yeah. So what I would say to that is it's all about mindset, you know, like you really have to have the right mindset and believe in yourself and you cannot, you have to brainwash yourself. Like there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Like you have to know that you are good enough, you're great enough, you're smart enough to figure out any problem that you come across. And holding on to that belief that you're good enough, smart enough, and, and great enough to get over any hurdle that you come across, just start tackling life and just start tackling the business. And don't let like the outside world contradict it. You know what I mean? Because it's like you could do something like build websites or yeah, let's just say you build websites and then you might start looking at your competition's websites and go, oh man, their websites are so much better than me. But at the end of the day, their audience or the person they sell that website to is totally different from your current audience or your niche. So focus on who your niche is. Go as niche as possible on any business. That's the, that's the key right there. Do not try to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. That is like where you go wrong. Do not try and appeal to everybody. Trump does not appeal to everybody. Right. And that's what, what happens. He taps into the hardcore fan base. Right. You need to have like the same thing for whatever it is that you're trying to do in life. And if you don't want to start a business, but you want to, you want yourself to be a business, learn how to brand yourself in niche down and don't try and talk about everything. Just try and talk about just one thing and become like the master at that. And then when someone comes across that problem, they'll go, hey, do you know anybody who does that? And they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my friend, 
Chandra, she talks a lot of shit about that all day long. And then you become the go-to person. You're the expert on it. Yes. So just whatever it is, just make sure you give a damn about it, niche down, and then just go for it. See how you can pimp the market to to uh, put money in your pocket at the end of the day. There, I love that. I love that because a lot of them, and the thing is, on my show Jump, I try to teach people how to get to that next level. Go to the edge, take a mm-hmm. chance. So I love that you're telling these young people that, you know, you got to take that chance. Go for it and see what happens. You know what I mean? You're young. It's better to fail when you're young to mm-hmm. learn everything when you get older, you know how to run. I think I have to kind of like, like not really disagree with you, but I kind of have to go, um, you know, you say young people. I think the older we get, the more scared we get. I think younger people don't really have that fear. I think oh. an old young person could just sit on the couch <laughs> 2021 and just veg out on the couch. And just be like, whatever, whatever, <laughs> I've got time. But like the older we get, the more we're like retirement, uh, 401k, saving. Like the more we just like fear based, like every mm-hmm. decision we make is from fear. And it's no longer okay. about like. Okay, well, let's, let's, you know, let's go that route because I'm yeah, glad every you- decision, the older you get, is just fear based. Okay. It's like, I, I got kids now. I can't, I can't mess up. I got kids. Oh, snap. I might have to start moving work because I got kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Oh <laughs> whatever my goodness. Is, All right. You went, you went there. I got to go there then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's true, man. In my conversations, we mm-hmm. talk about that, what you just talked about. Because I feel like the young people have a fear of starting. Yeah. And the older people have a fear of quitting. That's it. I've, I'm done. I'm too old to start. Yeah. Meaning they, they're in a job they don't like. Yes. They're in something they don't like, but they're afraid of starting something new. Because like you said, oh, I've already done this. I'm already in it. I'm already. Mm-hmm. But the, every year that goes by, their dreams start to flow to flip. Slip away, floating away, Mm -hmm. floating away. So I love that you say that because I feel the same way you do. Either the young ones are too scared to start Mm -hmm. and the older ones are too scared to finish it off what they really wanted to do. I think the older people. Okay, I think I think like I was talking about earlier, I think it's like habits compounding, you know, people like. Whether people were you're in a situation, right? And then it was like a realization I heard it in a book. It was like if you like your life or if you don't like your life at the end of the day, you really want that life. Mm. And that's like a messed up realization, but it's the truth okay. because like you've put yourself in this situation, right? Whether, you know, you have like, I don't know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. Whether you have like situations where you don't like your baby daddy or you don't like <laughs> your baby mama at one moment in time, you liked her. Right. Or you went out with her and you saw how chaotic she was and yet you still stayed with her. And then we were like, well, maybe she'll get better. And she didn't. Or he didn't. And guess what, bro? Now you're stuck with him, right? So when you come to the realization that you're stuck with this person, now it's the best way to figure out is how do I manage that so that that chaos doesn't pour into my life, right? <laughs> and then that's when you start setting boundaries and you start figuring out your life from there. But you cannot um, change your life for the better or go after what you really want until you actively take a hard look at your life and go, damn, bro, I did this shit to myself. I did. Right. I did this to myself. And I remember I used to work at FedEx office. And um, when I was working there, uh, I used to work with three older employees. And we used to have like this manager. This guy was a grade A prick, just a dickhead. And 
he was just a miserable person. He was like an alcoholic. He was just a jerk. And he treated everybody like crap. So everybody liked to go to the corner when nobody was there in the store and just complain about him. And then one day I just kind of challenged everybody. I was like, all right, dude, like everybody, we've been complaining about this guy for like a week, two weeks straight. Like, Who's saying all something? Shit. Huh? Uh, yeah. And you're wondering, you're wondering who's going to step up and say something. Yeah. I was like, okay, so what are we going to do to change this? Are we going to get like different jobs or <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally all three of them turned their back to me. Like, man, we ain't trying to listen to that bullshit. And then like, they went back to complaining about him. And I was like, oh, they just want to complain about this. They like, they like, like the, how chaotic it is. They like the misery and it, maybe they don't like it, but they've come, they've become accustomed to it and they understand it but they don't want to change it because changing it is too scary. Mm. So they just want to suffer through it. Like, fuck it. I'll just suffer through it. Whatever. All right. So, so you got to get to a point where you just hate it. You yes. just hate it, hate it, hate it. And you want to change. Okay. Know? So here it is. You ready for this? It's called, we're going to do some rapid fire. Rapid fire. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. So here we go. Uh-huh. What's your hidden talent? Hidden talent. Wow. I don't know. I guess voice acting. All right. Uh, number one song in the shower. Um, what do you bellow out thinking you can actually sing? Uh, uh, um, uh, um, buy you a drink by T-Pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to ask for a sample. Moving okay, on. please. I, I'm, I'm ready if you are. I am ready if you are. You know something I've never asked before? Go ahead. Give me, give me a line. Go ahead. Baby girl, what's your name? Can I talk to you? Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> Right. I guess I guess when the steam's on in the shower, it, it, the, acoustics... it, it, the the notes line up. Like when I'm out, like my throat is like it's not all the way there. So like you know, forgive me. All right, I know, love I it. That much water. All right, you and your beautiful wife. How long have you been together? Uh, five years. Okay, it's anniversary time. You want to get her into the mood. Mm-hmm. What is your go di- go to dish? You're going to cook her dinner. What is it that you're going to slam it down? Cook her dinner. Uh, probably um, something with salmon. Salmon and some like quinoa rice <laughs> and some asparagus <laughs> with a little chocolate. <laughs> Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you Man, already know. I hope your wife listens to this and just shakes her head after this. Boy, like... <laughs> <laughs> all right before before you get on stage to do a presentation or sell socks mm-hmm. you see a customer coming mm-hmm. what is your go-to line go-to line you like socks <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i really don't have an answer for that one i'm sorry that was, a, that was the first thing <laughs> love it yeah so you like socks all right hey sometimes like sometimes being simple is the best option you know what i mean straight to yeah. the point all right so real quick we something here we call pick three there's 10 questions you're going to pick three and we're going to give short quick answers and straight to the point so give me okay. numbers between one and ten all right oh seven seven and uh three and two seven three two all right. First question. If you were in my shoes, what question would you have asked? Uh, how did you get so handsome? And the answer is? Uh, DNA and genetics. 
is, is, is this from your mom's side or your dad's side? Uh, probably a mixture of both. My dad is pretty handsome. My mom is beautiful. So, you know, it was only right that this Adonis-like creature stand before you. There, <laughs> there you go. Number three, <laughs> what advice would you give your give someone coming into the business of being an, an entrepreneur? Like, especially, forget about entrepreneur, about being mm-hmm. like an e because you do online shopping right yeah i do e-commerce you're right so what, t- what, what would be the um advice you give somebody about online shopping e-commerce pick a niche you know don't try and have a every product store and try and sell everything to everybody like figure out a select group of people you want to market to and just market certain products that make sense for that niche mm-hmm. and don't think because you're niching down you're missing out on money and being like Oh, well, I could sell journals to everybody. Guess what, man? Everybody doesn't want journals. Not everybody can even read or write. So <laughs> figure out who you're selling your journals to if you sell journals and, mm-hmm. and um, it, writers, market to writers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, stop being everything to everybody. You don't even like everybody. Mm. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be liked by everybody, but then they don't even like everybody. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. All right. Last one. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest failure in life and what did uh, you learn from it? Biggest failure. Ouch, ouch, ouch. All right. So I'm going to talk about when I lived in LA. All right. So I went to uh, LA for film school when I was 18. And I don't know. I still consider this my biggest failure. It was not really like a huge failure, but it, I still consider it a big failure. What I did was I went to the film program for a summer and I got like a full scholarship. And then I was in L.A. I was like 18. I didn't have like any money. And if you've ever been in L.A., you already know that's just like a terrifying city. Mm-hmm. And it's just a scary city to just be in by yourself. And I had some family, but not really like, you know, immediate in California. And I think my biggest failure was that I moved back home. Like I didn't tough it out mm. and, you know, push through and power through and like bet on myself to figure it out. Like I, after the thing was over, like I moved back, I ran back home. I, I feel like I ran back home and I still consider that to me as like my biggest failure because I didn't uh, level up to the challenge. And you wish, but, you, you wish you would have stayed and just struggle a little bit longer and see what comes out of yeah, it. Yeah. I get, yeah. 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 I guess I would have wish I would have stayed and then uh, just fought it, man. All right. Listen, my friend, we've come to that time. It seems like the show is quick, fast, but before mm-hmm. I let you go, yeah, one piece of advice you would give somebody, any advice that you got that you want to share to pass on? A piece of advice. It can be about anything. Anything. Figure out what you want out of life. You know, like don't base your life and what your wants are on what someone else has. Like figure out what is important to you. And the moment I started doing that, that's the moment I started finding clarity. And life is really noisy. So you should figure out a way to clarify and simplify your life so that it's not so noisy. And um, don't, I, I don't know, it's just something I fight with is like anxiety from like, you know, you get like these impulse thoughts and you're like, I got to do that right now. I got to do that right now. Yeah. Right. Like you ever had that? Like, I got to pay the insurance right now. Like you'll be like watching TV and it'll be like, hey, pay the insurance. You're like, I got to pay the guy code right now. And you get up and you go run to the computer. But it's like, 
what is that thought? Like, why are you letting this thought just pull you in that direction? Like, mm-hmm. learn how to, like, silence and still yourself so that when those thoughts come, it's like, yeah, that's cool. But, like, I'll do that later. You know, like, learn how to mellow out and enjoy life because I noticed that I started doing that and, and I didn't really like be, not having control over my mind. So learn how to still yourself and figure out what is important to you, to you as a person, not is important to Kanye West or the person you admire. None of that is important because those people are paid to push products. Just know that <laughs> yeah. they're paid to tell you what's important to them. Right. It's just facts. Yep. So you cannot pa- process. You can't base your life on what they think is important because their life is a lie. They're paid their product. They're, they're salesmen. That's it. Mm. They're entertaining salesmen. So don't, 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 don't look to entertainers and anybody like that to uh, give you a moral compass because theirs is broken. All right. You look to yourself. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. tell everybody there's birthdays coming up. There's a birthday right now. There's a birthday tomorrow and men need to buy socks for their wives. So tell everybody yes. one more time. How do we get your socks? All right. The website is www.socksseason.com. Um, all socks for all womanhood. Like, get your socks. I mean, the sexiest, best socks are on socksseason.com. There you go. And it'll be in the description. Make sure you click the link. Support my brother. And that's what he is. He's my brother. Hey, just it's re- okay if you're driving. Just make sure you know, you know that. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate you too, Charles, man. Thank you for having me on the show. I had a great time. (laughs) Not a problem. Thanks for listening, everybody. Let them know. Another episode. Check out this man. I guarantee you, in the next couple of years, you're going to be seeing all the billboards. Maybe he'll be the next president selling socks online. (laughs) See you next time. Maybe so. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.